Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word podcast. We are in the book of Acts in the fourth chapter. In the last several episodes, we've been looking at seeing what happened when Peter and John were walking into the temple, the hour of praying. You'll remember that. They wound up healing a man. The religious rulers, rulers demanded by what power, what authority, by what name did you do this? And they explained that it was in the name of Jesus. Okay? They'd already been thrown in prison. Now they're uh, threatened and said, don't you ever uh, teach or preach in that name again, <laughs> Peter and John, you know. They go, well, whether it's right in the eyes of God or you, whichever one to do what God tells us to do, what you to do, we'll let you decide that. Well, they released them, okay? They didn't know what to do with them. And so they released them, and then they immediately went and told uh, their companions, their compatriots, Peter and John did, what had occurred to them, everything that had happened. And I want to go back and reread what we looked at in the previous episode, because look at the reaction of the people. When they heard what had happened, when they reported to them what the chief priests and what the elders had said to them, the threats they had made and all this kind of stuff, the response of the people was this. They lifted their voices to God with one accord. In other words, with one thought, with one mind, the mind of the Lord. Verse 24 of Acts 4, and they said this, O Lord, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the Holy Spirit, through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples devise futile things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. So let me pause here for a moment. Did you see what they're doing? They are lifting up praise to God and they're using the scripture. Okay, they're using the scripture to praise the Lord for what had occurred and for the understanding of what had occurred. Now they continue, verse 27. But truly, in this city, there were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. Now, again, think upon this. They're saying, Lord, you know what happened. You know what happened here in Jerusalem. You know what happened with Jesus. As a matter of fact, it is and was by your hand. And it was your purpose that was predestined to occur. That is seriously important right there, folks, because there is division and argument with the body of Christ all about this kind of stuff. The scripture is abundantly clear. If your denomination, if the portion of the body of Christ where you gather does not agree with what the scripture says, then I would encourage you to go somewhere else or teach the scripture and make a difference where you are. Okay. Verse 29, they continue. Remember, this is all the people in one accord. And they say this. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and grant that your bond servants may speak your word with all confidence while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So they're saying this, Lord, 
take note of what's happening. You heard what they're threatening to do to us. So we're laying it before you, God. Note this. You take care of it. And grant that your bondservants may speak your word with all confidence. A lot of times people want to come back and say, well, this is just speaking about the uh, apostles. It doesn't say just the apostles. It says your bondservants. And you find out that all true believers are bondservants. Okay? A lot of times people want to say, well, it's just the 12 right here that could do these miraculous things, and that was it, and nobody else could do it. Well, you find out later in the book of Acts, other people were doing it. Okay? And so they're saying, Lord, you extend your hand, and you do so in healing. Do it in signs, and do it in wonders. May all of this take place. And, Lord, we're doing it through the name of your servant, Jesus. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Let me read that last sentence, verses 29 and 30 again. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and grant that your bondservants may speak your word with all confidence while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. The Lord they're speaking to right here is Father God. So often, whenever we see Lord or even when we pray or when we worship, our complete and total attention is upon Jesus. Now, hear me carefully here, lest I sound heretical, okay? But don't ever forget that Jesus did everything that he did for us to reconcile us to the Father, to where we'd be in right relationship to the Father. I think sometimes we don't worship God the Father enough. And I don't want to draw sharp lines of demarcation between Father, Son, and Spirit, okay? None of that foolishness. But we need to be aware they were declaring this before Father God and saying it's all through your servant Jesus, so what was the outcome of all this? This is where we're going for today. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, so they prayed, they reached the end of the prayer. When they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Do you see what happened here, folks? <laughs> Do you see what's occurring? They come along, and rather than rebuking Peter and John and saying, man, y'all need to be more careful. You know, maybe these folks are coming after y'all. I don't know. Yeah. Rather than buying into fear and anxiety, which honestly is the default position for so many who profess to be believers in the Western church, okay, rather than doing this, they take it before God, and they lift it up with one voice, and they declare, based upon the scripture and what had been prophesied through David, okay, and they said that, they prayed and said, Lord, take note of their threats. And you know what? Grant that there will be boldness and confidence, okay, boldness and confidence in your bondservants, with your bondservants. And you know what? Father, extend your healing hand. Extend your signs and wonders and your power. When they had finished, the place where they gathered was shaken. What is that talking about? It literally means that the, the building they were in was shaking. The building was shaken. You might say, well, was it an earthquake? I don't know. It says the building was shaken. Where they were gathered was shaken. The Lord answered their prayer with a physical demonstration of something, but he didn't stop there. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. But you say, wait a minute, I thought that at least some of them had already been filled with the Holy Spirit. They had been. Guess what? They were filled again. 
You know, we sort of have this idea that once you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you get so much and that's it. It's actually taught that way a lot of times, particularly in relationship to how the Holy Spirit would manifest himself in the life of believers, spiritual gifts, in other words. People say, oh, well, you'll get one or two. Whatever you get at the beginning, that's what you've got for the rest of your life. And that's it. They don't say it that coarsely, but that's what they teach. And that's entirely wrong. It's entirely wrong. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. But what if you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you get up the next day and the Lord moves upon you, you're filled with the Holy Spirit again? Then hallelujah. Look what happened this time. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and all of them began to speak the word of God with boldness. Remember what they prayed? Hey, Father, grant your bond servant that they will speak the word of God with confidence. Even if they were praying that and they were thinking of the leaders, guess what God did? He poured forth, uh, forth his boldness upon all of them. Oh, that we would do this, folks, that we would pray in this manner, that we would come before the Lord in this way with this heart and this desire, and that we would be open to whatever the Lord wanted to do. I think he would bring forth a shaking. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.